Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the Scripture point us to the person of Jesus. Uh, thank you again for joining us here as we have changed the format a little bit. With us uh, this week, we have uh, the ne- this week and next week, Evan McMillan, our Southwest Campus Student Director, uh, journeying through the Gospel of Luke. Uh, as always, our show notes in our show notes below, our reading plan can be found. One, uh, we want you to, we desire for you to first read God's Word uh, and then allow you to see what it is that God has for you, and then to hop into the podcast to kind of come alongside you and aid you in your spiritual growth and uh, maybe reveal some things, talk about some things that uh, maybe the Holy Spirit didn't reveal to you in your reading, but that uh, we have here. Uh, So Evan, as we hop in here to Luke chapter 14, um, before we do so, if you could go on any vacation or go on a vacation anywhere anywhere in the world, all expense paid, where would you choose to go to? Man, there's a lot of options. (laughs) But I think one of the things, I don't know, like... I can, I would say definitely somewhere tropical. Okay. Um, I would say I, I love, um, my skin might not love. Yeah, I was about to say, make sure you're tropical. I was about to say, if it's tropical, I definitely will have a bucket of sunscreen. <laughs> I won't use the entire bit of it. But looking at it, I think, you know, definitely somewhere, you know, that has like beautiful water. Like I think something that I think has been so, that I think is so cool is going to somewhere and being able to get in the water and I can see my feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. And there's been a few places that I've gone where I where I've been able to see that. And one of them, you know, I went like for my honeymoon, we went down to Florida and the place we went to in Florida was on the Gulf side and we could get you could get in the water and I could be up to like my chest and I could see down and see my toes wiggling in the in the sand oh, in the water. So and so cool. it is so cool and so so amazing. And so I would say somewhere tropical, somewhere that I wouldn't usually go. Okay. So I would say definitely somewhere you have to take a plane. So I'm thinking like one of those small tropical islands like Bora Bora or like even just Hawaii, you know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. because I don't think I'm going to be going to Hawaii anytime soon. <laughs> and so if it's all expenses paid, that would be an amazing time. But. Legit, love it. Uh, many of you listening are beach goers uh, and you will enjoy taking Evan while I hike to the mountains. <laughs> there um, you go. So, so love it. Cool. As we hop in here, Luke chapter 14, uh, what was a verse as you read through this, seeking so after the Holy Spirit's direction, uh, what was a verse that just was revealed to you that jumped out to you that you highlighted? Yeah, so um, with this, I saw a um, a cool um, little, it's a small passage, and it's just three verses, and it says, uh, and it's Luke 14, 28 through 30, and it says, suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? For if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, everyone will see it and ridicule you, saying, "This person began and w- or began to build and wasn't able to finish." So, what, what uh, in this text? How do you, can you explain to us what Jesus is teaching? The context was kind of going on here. Yeah, I think one of the things that he's doing is he's referencing and he's talking about you know the cost. And like, what is the cost? What is the cost to follow him? Mm-hmm. What is the cost to have a relationship? What is the cost to be a disciple of? Jesus. Mm-hmm. And looking at this, you know, he he kind of gives like a couple different 
qualifications um, mm-hmm. earlier, you know, in, in the in this section, you know, he says, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother and his wife and children and his brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he can't be my disciple. You know, like one, he's, he's wanting us to put God as number one in our life. Mm-hmm. It's not that he wants us to like literally hate other people, <laughs> but it's saying like, God has to be the number one of your life if you mm-hmm. want to be my disciple. And so that is like the, that one, you know, whoever does not bear his own cross, come and come after me, you know, cannot be my disciple. There's a personal responsibility there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then he gets into this, into this section. It's like looking at it, like you have to count the cost. Mm-hmm. You have to realize, you know, what, what is my decision to follow Christ going to look like? Mm-hmm. You know, I think he wants us to not necessarily just like make an emotional decision mm-hmm. to follow Jesus because he, he, he gives this parallel of someone building a tower. Yeah. And I think um, it happens of, like time t- at, at times you can see, you know, you'll see um, a construction site and they'll get to a point and they're like, dang, we can't go any further. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, it's stopped for a long period of time. Or even like there's, there's been a few times I've seen where like they had to literally like Bang. close up shop and like they weren't able to finish the project because they didn't realize that like the, they didn't have enough funds or they didn't have a good plan. Mm-hmm. They didn't, they didn't see the full picture. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's what like looking at that, that's what Jesus wants us to do is to count the cost of like, what is it? What does it look for? Like, what does it look like for us to follow God? You know? Yeah. What would be some of the areas you'd say, Hey, uh, a person has to count this cost before following Jesus. So it says count the cost, but what are some areas you would say, Hey, this is what you really have to look at if you want to follow Jesus or not. Yeah. I would say like looking at it of, you know, in Romans, you know, it, it, it talks about like, just because I've received grace, does that mean I can just continue to sin? Mm, yeah, like it just so I can re- like just receive that grace that is abundantly provided by mm, God. Mm. And the answer, and he says, absolutely not. Like surely not. And like looking at that, you know, like the cost of following Jesus means we have to give up the world. And so I think one of the things that, you know, we, we have to give up this idea of, you know, that it's all about us, mm-hmm. that it's all about um, our selfish desires, our worldly desires. You know, like we don't necessarily need to be chasing after, or we don't need to be chasing after the things of this world. We don't need to be, um, our, we are ambassadors of this world. And that's what it, when we sign up to follow Christ, you know, we, we have a new life as second Corinthians says, Mm -hmm. but then with that new life, you know, we're, we're given new instructions, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, we're ambassadors of the kingdom of God. And so looking at that, like the cost is, you know, we, we have to, as it says here, you know, bear our own cross. Like we have to die to ourselves daily, Mm -hmm. die to our own desires, our fleshly desires. And then we have to, um, follow Christ. We have to pick up our cross just like Jesus did and walk out the following of, of Jesus. And I think that one, I'm going to, I'm going to put a little like emphasis on this is that it's not that that's not a uh, first day Jesus, like Christian, like that's like, I have the entire rule book like memorized and you know, I am a perfect person. Like you, this is a one, no one, no one's perfect other than mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. We all sin and we all like have hiccups. We mm-hmm. all take time to learn and grow. You know, looking at that, I think the the Bible illustrates, you know, our Christian life as, you know, as a um, person maturing. You know, at first, you know, like if you if you just become and you just, you know, you counted the cost of what it looks like to be a disciple of Jesus and you said, I'm in, I want to do that. Like you're not automatically counted as like, 
a 55-year-old man who is mature in in his uh, beliefs and spiritually mature as like a 55-year-old. No, mm-hmm. like you're at like you're illustrated as a baby, mm-hmm. you know, someone who needs nurturing and to walk through. Like there's grace in that. There's there's help. Then we should have people that come around us mm-hmm. and walk through people. Say like, hey, is your journeying journeying on in your faith? Like, this is what it looks like. You know, like, it's this idea of, like, walking alongside someone. That is discipleship. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's this idea of follow me as I follow Christ, as, as Paul says. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's something that we um, sometimes miss. Sometimes we, we um, the, the problem that is foresee, or foreseen is, you know, someone counts the cost and, like, I'm ready to follow Jesus. And they're like, great. And then they leave it there mm. and then they, they drop it off and they're like, I'm glad that you're a Christian and come to our, like, come to our church or come to our ministry or come to this. And then it just drops. And mm. then it's like, there's no follow up. There's no walking alongside someone. Mm-hmm. I think that looking at this, you know, the cost of discipleship is high. You know, it, it takes time. It takes energy. It takes effort to disciple someone. Mm-hmm. It takes time, energy, and effort to walk along someone, to, to share life with someone, you know, just as much as like, you know, if you're going to have a relationship with someone or a friendship with someone, like you, you can't just say like, hey, um, every once in a while and like shoot a text and say like, oh, my relationship is perfect. You know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's something that like needs to grow. And like the more you grow, the time it takes to put effort and energy to get to know that person, to, to grow with that person, mm-hmm. it's, it's so beneficial. But then like there's a lot of cost to that. Yeah, that's good. How how do you apply uh, in your personal life of counting costs? Uh, obviously, there's like a one time that says, hey, <clears throat> I have to count the cost. Do I want to even begin a relationship with Jesus? But even from then, like a daily walk, uh, what are some of the ways that the Holy Spirit has uh, uh, refined you, as even though the Bible uses that term, refined you, has continued to mold you into the image of Jesus through counting the cost? Yeah, I think you know, looking at looking at it, yeah, you, like you said, there's that there's that one time decision of like counting the cost to follow to decide to follow Jesus, mm-hmm. and you like move into a relationship with Jesus, but then again, it doesn't it doesn't end there. It's mm-hmm. this it's this following, you know, what that looks like in my life and what I've seen is and how I need to apply to that is in, in all honesty, I need to surround myself with more people that are, that are further down the line or more mature, you know, um, in, in their faith or even in like in their life. And I need to surround myself with more people like that and to have people pouring into Mm, me more. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I, looking at that, um, that's something that I think, um, in all honesty, that's something that like um, I've struggled with uh, because I think that in my life, like I've always been someone who has been like chasing after God mm-hmm. and running after God. And, and oftentimes like I forget that I need to have people around. Me. Mm-hmm. I forget mm-hmm. that like it's not a solo race. It's, it's somewhere, it's something that like, you know, I want to have someone to come alongside me and say, Hey, maybe you shouldn't do that. And, and it's in every aspect, you know, having a, like a men's disciple group, or even just having like the one or two guys that you can give a hundred percent of yourself to, mm-hmm. because in reality, like we give 90, we give 80% to, to most people. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's that last little chunk that we mm-hmm. want to keep to ourselves, yep. but that, but in, in discipleship and when we walk alongside people, that's where 
like they grab that 20, 10, 5, 2%. And they say like this, like, we're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Let, like, let, let's, let's grow in that mm-hmm. area. You know, that stuff that you want to keep in your back closet that you mm-hmm. never want to show. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to, we're going to attack that. You know, and so that's what is good. And I need that in, in both my, my marriage, in my, in my, you know, my job as, you know, the student director, like I need mm-hmm. that people to come alongside me and I need, I need that as a husband, as, um, like when I, be, like, hopefully Lord willing, when I become a father, like that's, I want someone mm-hmm. to be able to like, say like, Hey, like this is and guide me in the right direction of like parenting of, of mm-hmm. being a husband of being a student director like looking at like how do i do all of these things mm-hmm. and the best way is to have people come right. around you absolutely we were designed for community yep. love it man well uh, thank you for joining us in here today on gcf day podcast we'll be wrapping up uh this week through the book of luke and luke chapter 15 tomorrow so we will see you all there